be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Laying Up podcast. This is Big Randy. Before I bring in my colleagues, DJ and Solly, just want to take a little moment of time. Obviously, with the Ricky win, people are asking a lot of questions, how I'm feeling, my mindset. I want to say I'm doing, I'm doing really well. I feel more impassioned and validated and almost vindicated than I ever have before. I think Ricky won, and of course, I'd like to congratulate him. It's not easy to win on tour, especially with a six-shot lead, which you managed to blow by the 13th hole. Uh, big day for him, obviously, and his sponsors, you know, among others, Cobra, Crown Plaza, Farmers Insurance, Grant Thornton, Mercedes-Benz, Puma, Red Bull, Rolex, Titleist, Zurich Financial Services, Two Under, um, I apologize if I missed any. Two correctional notes here. Titleist is no longer a sponsor of him, and TaylorMade is now. And also, it was a five-shot lead and not a six-shot lead. But, Randy, thank you so much much for joining us today. It is a joyous day in the Kill House. Honestly, that was the most fun I've had watching a PGA Tour event in a long time. One, mostly just to see Randy squirming all over his seat and getting perking up. When that ball went in the water on 11 for Ricky, I wish other people could have seen how excited Randy got. And when it rolled into the water the second time, there was genuine shock going. It was chaos. It was such confusion. The announcers didn't know what happened. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know what he made when he made it. Roger Mulby didn't know what he made when he made it. I don't know if Ricky knew what he what he made when he made the putt. That was wild. That was awesome. How are you doing, Randy? Are you okay? I'm good. Well, I'd like to point out for the folks... I believe you had just pronounced the tournament over after he made birdie on 10. I started doing laundry, yeah. And then... He was up by five with eight holes to play. I felt pretty good about that. God, that 11th hole was... Listen, I've never like free-based heroin or anything, <laughs> but I got to think the rush, the high I got on that 11th hole has to be pretty close. Can you free-base heroin? I don't know how to do heroin. But... I don't know. if there, Yeah, if there's any good heroin experts out there, chime in. I uh, thought you free-based cocaine. Really I don't know. Either way, I, I, I get what you're going for. You might be able to free-base a lot of stuff. I don't know. Um, <laughs> how do you feel more vindicated? I'm curious on that one. We're going we're gonna to pick this one apart. We're going to... Well, can we start at the beginning? What is what is the Ricky take? Because there have been a lot of people that are like, what's the deal? Why, Ricky doesn't like... Randy doesn't like Ricky. What, what's, what's going on? Why don't you start, start us at the beginning? In the beginning, there was Randy in, and Ricky. In the beginning. So I think I first, I, I got radicalized. I became belligerent. <laughs> um, he had just. He was watching some YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> he had won the players. Yeah. And it was. Possibly the, the most clutch finish which ever. Which was a great. Yeah. yeah, which was great. And. All of a sudden, the big four, golf's big four. Um, not a good look for the... Turned for, into golf's big five. Is it bad that I do mark. not remember who the big four were? It's, it was a bad take when it happened. The, the, I'm not in the camp of Ricky was ever in any was it big Ricky, number of anything. I don't know Jordan, what it was. Jordan, Rory. I don't even know. Uh, DJ, was he in it? It do, doesn't matter. Jason Day. We we slammed the hell I, out of I feel like it, there was a big four and the, like Dustin wasn't in it. Am I making Maybe. that up? No, I, I mean, it was around 2016 when he won the U.S. Open, I think... I don't know. I don't it know. doesn't matter. Listen. It was bad take when it happened. So I got really frustrated 
you know, like, like I felt like I was taking crazy pills, right? Like I, I felt like shout out to Mugatu, right? I felt like Mugatu. Like, <laughs> am, am I the crazy one? Um, like his career com- accomplishments for you know ninety nine percent of professional golfers are excellent, right? Right. But to be included in the big five, to be one of the best in the game, I was like, no, it just it it's not there. And that combined with and seeing him on TV that, all the time, right? Couple yeah, yeah. that with the orange and the sneakers and the joggers and you know every commercial and um, just you know being ubiquitous and. Really, really a good. Can I make your best take you ever had on Ricky for you? Like, whose career would you rather have, Ricky oh. or Martin Keimer's? Yeah. That was like, God, <laughs> like, okay, that that makes your take make the most sense. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, that's that's where it started. Sure. Those were the seeds. That's the um, genesis. Yeah. That's that's where we germinated from. And what's it morphed into? What what do we even know what it is now? Well, we can't really close. Do you root he's, against he's still him? Still not on elite play. Absolutely, I root against him. <laughs> Yeah, and that's not on a personal level. I mean, that's that's purely. Um, I'm trying to think of, like that's that's just in my it's just mind. Sport, it's he, a, he's a I, I like I recognize in real life he's a great guy. So I want to make that perfectly clear. Like I have nothing against him personally, but in my mind, in in how I watch professional golf purely as a fan, he's he's a big villain. I root. It's against. a sports hate. Yeah. Like it's a t- like yeah. people have sports hates, and you don't have to necessarily explain them. So I'll give you that. But it's kind of I don't know. I'm not. A, I've kind of my baseball has lapsed, but it almost seems like rooting against Jeter or something. Where it's like you know, there's not a ton of like huge reason to do it. It's yeah. just kind of fun. Just maybe his star has gotten bigger <laughs> yeah. than his actual yeah, exactly. on course. I've but, always but thought Jeter though was actually good. He was good, but like well, never good great. Too. Ricky's really no, good. Ricky's not Jeter though. But it, so Ricky, I think the the wins thing can be very uh it's it's not a full fully baked take because he's won like big international events as well, right? right. Like, like winning the Scottish Open, he's a globalist, and yeah. winning the Abu winning Abu Dhabi are big worldwide events, of course, and they're equivalent to winning on the PGA Tour. So that puts him at seven right there. He also won in Korea, which not a big worldwide event, but Ricky Rory was in that field. Rory finished runner up. He beat him by six. That's another worldwide win, and the hero doesn't even count in that total. Which again, only eighteen guys, but all world class players. No, the hero absolutely. Okay, I'm count. making the point that five wins is not the bait. It's not a true like, you know, comparing, doesn't tell the whole story. It does not tell the whole story. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at there. And I was ready to. You didn't come in hard with the with how he choked it today, but today conditions were really tough out there. They were. Well, they, okay. Well, before okay. we get into today, so there's yeah. another aspect okay. which is it, like. So, so since I kind of planted my flag in the anti-Ricky territory, every time he, you know, gets out to an 18, 36-hole <laughs> lead, which he's done on multiple occasions, it's it's just a cavalcade of, oh, Randy, you know, Ricky's so good, like he's he's coming for your keister, man, like, <laughs> like you're screwed, keister adjacent, and then he always fades, and. You know, this was, I believe, the ninth. Was it eighth or ninth? Thirty-six hole lead on the PGA Tour. I think this, this was, was the ninth. This was this the, was the ninth time he's had a, a thirty-six was, hole lead, and this is the first time he's won. Yeah, which is damning. And he tried his 
hardest not to win today. <laughs> he did, but he didn't. Like he had a bad stretch there. Eleven twelve was rough. It was one bad chip that he thought was gonna check, and I'm not get, excuse me. The only thing he had to do there was not chip it in the water, and he did. Like that was an Correct. awful, awful, awful shot. Yeah. Again, the ball did not behave on the green the way he thought it was. It the ball that ball skirting that bunker, it was a, a really absurd break. And then it, it dropping it and then it falling would, in the water and say, getting another penalty. Would you yeah. say he's probably not all that familiar with, with how his ball reacts Could in certain be. conditions? Could be. He just won with it. But it was sweet to see all the, the commercials as he was gagging away that lead, <laughs> seeing all the commercials like, No, I just changed my ball. <laughs> that was that was he, kind of fun. I believe NBC showed a stat he's the first person to win on tour since 1983 who made a double and a, a triple. double and a triple or worse that just what shows a- you how good he was the first three days it's a 72 hole tournament and no one beat him uh so what would you say i mean aside from that you know he lost two. how many shots did that cost him chipping in the water there would you say that cost him two to two and a half maybe three shots somewhere in that range that's how many shots yeah. he lost on the field total for the day, so outside of the rest of the round, right. outside of that, That's the rest well of the said. round today, yeah, yeah, he was a very he performed field average. Yeah, he beat the field by six point four shots in round one, five point six in round two, and five point five in round three. And he to give a, himself the cushion. He made a ton of putts, he which doesn't really seem like you know second in strokes gained putting yeah. on Sunday, first on Saturday. He made a ton of clutch putts. The putt for triple was like low key huge. huge. Apparently, I didn't see. Apparently, he made a huge putt. A par save after he like yeah. semi shanked an on iron three. on the front nine yeah, yeah. on three. You're too busy chunking putts today. <laughs> I did chunk, chunked a putt. He laid there. the sod over a putt. Conditions were tough out there. Was <laughs> like a mallet putter. That was the most impressive thing I saw out of everything today. So, so, so you guys think he played fine? No, no, no. I don't think Are he played fine. By no, no, no. I I want to meet you halfway and say, like, of course, if anybody had had done what we would have predicted that they would do at one one out of you know 15 guys that were in striking distance had put any pressure on or kind of held it together down like the stretch any pressure any of them it yeah and yeah. that didn't happen so i'd say to use the parlance of of trying to be granny i'd say he got crowned but they, cra- right. they crowned his ass he, how they, many he did thank you i think it was maybe the biggest crowning i've ever seen okay so what's what is the more but likely he still, but he still won what's the more likely scenario here that Nine or ten guys all really choked, or that it actually was, it was very tough, much yeah, much yeah, harder yeah. out totally. there. And that's what the broadcast did not do a good job of today. They're talking about how poorly the last group was playing. It's like, guys, if all of the pros <laughs> right. are playing poorly, all <laughs> right. of the it's best players really in the world, something else is going on out yeah. here. And they didn't really hammer that home today. I mean, the, yeah, it it was very different than the first three days. Guess what else was different? The weather and the conditions, yeah. like. 50 degrees in the desert and it raining and stuff. I can't. That rough Randy, we played gnarly. in the rain today, okay? I saw how much it affected you. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, to be fair, I'm. I'm yeah, not, he still beat you by 26 I'm, today. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a world class. <laughs> this know. is true. I think Ricky, and the, the, stay with me for this one because the, the initial reaction is not going to be great. The same way that like people want to try to knock Tom Brady's Super Bowl record because he's only, what, f- five and three in the Super Bowl? Is like five and three in the Super Bowl is better than five and zero oh in the Super Bowl. That means you got to more Super Bowls. Like it, sure. when you get closer, that's more indicative of being extra talented. And I think people can use that against him. He has sixty five career top tens. That is a ton. He has thirteen runner ups, 
and four wins. Like that looks pretty bad, but like that's better than having two runner ups. Well, with- okay, let's talk about another guy who has a lot of top tens and who played worse than Ricky today. Yeah, Cooch, your Golly boy G. DJ Matt Cooch, my, my boy. Don't worry, look, don't try to start. Don't try to deflect. <laughs> this is about you today. <laughs> Can we go through your replies? Yet? Well, hold on. <laughs> like I guess I'm I'm saying Ricky is more Coocher. He's more he, like there's just not a. I don't. I don't hate that take. The Top Gear isn't the same as maybe some other. Oh, without a doubt, Top Gears. Without a doubt, but I, I kind of had thought the 2015 players was going to put to rest some of this stuff. But the fact that it didn't open up the floodgates like some people thought is probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't. He could win. I, I still go back to, and he is not Phil Mickelson. I don't know how many. I think Phil had won 20 to 25 tour events before he won his first major. But again, a reminder that Phil won his first major when he was 33 years old, right. and like Ricky's That's 30, true. and like I don't think he's going to win five majors, and he's not on on path for Phil's career. But like he's more, I, I think the more the better comparison is Sergio. I think he's Sergio. Well, we can. Is yeah, that a segue? Some, there's some. No, I was going to say I don't know if that's a segue, but hopefully there's some noticeable differences uh, <laughs> between their. their two that, I don't hate that take. Okay. I don't, and and I would like to say from the start, I've always thought. You know, will Ricky probably win a major one day? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, how fun will that be? But <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. I think that I think what gets hard with this conversation is, and we've said this a couple times, but there are so many. This sounds so stupid, but there are so many good players that like yeah. every week we do a podcast and it's like, oh, Dustin won. Man, Dustin, like he can go on this tear where just like nobody can beat him, and then Jason Day wins the next week. Jason Day can just go on this tear where nobody and it's then you add Rom and Spieth and Rory and JT and you know Bryson and Tiger and all these guys and like there's only four majors a year, man. I don't know. There's there's not that many to go around. And look, it wasn't pretty today. No one's going to argue that it was, but knowing how hard and just kind of I think pr- helping put it in perspective is being able to hang with some of the web tour guys that live around here and some of the PGA Tour players. I I hung out with a PGA Tour winner this weekend who is kind of struggling to get his eligibility back and to see like Ricky win and kind of be like uh eh, yeah but it wasn't really pretty it's like no dude it was a four round tournament yeah. and he won it like this is a is it, like it's but, that, but that's my point like if we want to talk about him like he's just another kind of guy on tour and he's got five career wins now that's great I'm that yeah. I feel like that's that's who he is but to talk about him like he's you know, big five and okay. I I'm not arguing that. I, I'm Hall with you. Hall of Famer and and superstar. It's it's uh, I can't get there. Well, I I don't think anyone in this room's arguing that he's right. I just think he's a really 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 solid player who occasionally wins. Probably should win more often. His record shows that he's put himself in in position to win a lot more and hasn't been able to close it. But I think that's a good qual. Like he has earned his way onto all of these international teams. It's not been like a a celebrity pick of any way. And I think that's kind of where. Where I don't know, he's in a unique category. For I don't sure. know wh- who else is in that with him. One thing that I think we should point out as well, uh, and Randy, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would guess that at least some of, at least some of this whole thing is a tiny bit of performance art at this point. A little bit. And I think if I was to ask you, you would say that's about as much fun as you can have watching a golf tournament because there's such a rooting interest, whether it's because you're rooting against them or not. And I think that's where like a lot of the, I mean. You just you have to do what you have to do in order to create villains is a strong a strong word. Like I don't think Ricky Fowler's a villain by I, any means, but it's like Randy, I see where you're coming from here because it's it's kind of creating your own reality a little well, bit, right? Yes. I 
A hundred percent. And I think I told you, Solly, while we were watching, like on the 14th or 15th hole, I'm like, man, this is a lot of fun. Oh, that I don't was know how blast. it's going to end. And it wasn't, you know, it's Ricky coming back to the field obviously made it more fun, but and I kind of knew it was going to yeah. happen, right? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> I, this is kind of an unnecessary shot at CBS, but I feel like it just it felt like NBC was better prepared to be able to handle that kind of drama than CBS would have been. They went to double box a couple times and did it live, which adds a ton. I mean, they, he, Ricky was birdieing 17 as Brandon Grace was, yeah, was cool. chipping on 18 or holding yeah. out on 18. It was like, that is how you present the situation. Yeah. Or it was maybe 16 and 17. But, but to your point, DJ, as, as a sports fan... To make an analogy, I'm a big Cincinnati Reds baseball fan. And so I hate the Cubs and I hate the Cardinals. Yeah. And we'll root against them. And it's fun. It's oh, cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, I take pleasure. In, it's pretty harmless. Yeah. It, at the end of the day, it's harmless. Now, that said, there are a lot of great guys on those teams, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it's not personal. And, yeah. and I feel like, you know, having a little bit of that in golf. It's it's oh, fun, and I, that's what makes the Ryder Cup so much fun. Totally, I forget who I said this to. I may have even said on this podcast. I kind of miss being able to hate golfers for no good reason. Like, yeah, kind of now that people actually listen to what we say, it's weird to just like, why do you hate so and so? I actually don't have a good reason. You can't really get away with that anymore. I do miss just like, yeah, I don't like how Webb Simpson swings the club. I don't yeah. root for him, and yeah. that's kind of. So I think that's kind of where where that lies. Can we please get to your replies? I want to hear some of these. Why? Yeah. So of course, you know, people are coming into the replies. <laughs> I'm getting. I got more text today about you and and Ricky than I did like when we interviewed Tiger. I'm pretty you know, sure. And Andy K told me to eat it. <laughs> Ricky Sheehan, Ricky forever. Uh, Patrick Walker said, "There's that's equating to taking a few hundred. I, I don't know what, but the house. He he was equating like Ricky to the house in Vegas. He always wins. <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch. I'll give it yeah, to that's him. A, that's a reach. Yeah." Uh, Tucker Fox is looking for a formal apology from me. That will not be forthcoming. <laughs> um, and then my guy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wu Lee, at Mr. Wu Lee, who earlier in the day, you know, told me he had this tweet all ready to go when Ricky won, and now he had to delete it because life's coming at him fast. When Ricky did actually win, he goes, never mind, knew it all along. Suck it, Big Randy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know what? I appreciate this comment. Yes, that's make me laugh. Twitter's helped make this more fun. Tucker Blankenship asked, does the 74 actually change anything in terms of playing with 54 hole leads? I don't think it necessarily changes anything. I think, uh, listen, he's got a damning record with playing with 54 hole leads. Let's, I'm, we're not going to avoid that. Uh, I don't think that winning today really changes any of that. I don't think it really validated anything, but he just had a big enough lead today where it didn't really matter how well, he played today. That's a good question. What would you guys think of Zinger's little sign-off there at the end when the winning putt went? <laughs> Oh yeah, he said it's something kind of like pretending a lot of stuff. Didn't essentially, happen. like Ricky, you know, the the rap on Ricky is that he can't close, and today he proved it all wrong and got the monkey off his back. <laughs> yeah, not not his, not his best. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I think it was an irresponsible it, it, take. It, it, yeah. it might be. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. And I, Johnny really did retire a day early. He would have had a field loved day today. A lot of choking and gagging going on. I would there. I would like to throw a quick shout out to uh, Strapped and. Uh, Maybe the tweet of the week, which was a friend of the program, Bunky Perkins, uh, calling him Rickerito, <laughs> which I thought was Rick, pretty, yeah, which he, I thought was really good. He flew very close to there Saturday. were there were a few Rickeritos <laughs> out there for other people um, who who may have gotten to it on their own as well. Janiel Eleven just wants to ask, what does PMI even mean? That's a great question. I think we're still figuring that out. The 2019 Golf Digest hot list results are in, and our friends at Callaway cleaned house. And for starters. 
Out of all the drivers and irons tested, the new Epic Flash and the Apex were the only driver and iron to receive a perfect 20 out of 20 stars, with categories including performance, innovation, look, sound, feel, and demand. Callaway also received the most overall gold medals, the most five-star performance scores, and the most five-star innovation scores of any golf equipment company. Be sure to get fit for the new Apex and Apex Pro irons, which are available in stores and online now. And Epic Flash Woods with Flash Face technology, which officially hit stores this past Friday, February 1st. We have ours now, and we are absolutely loving them, and we can't wait to take them out to California this week. Now let's get back to our waste management wrap-up. Are we ready to move on to a little bit of the rules controversy that happened at uh, at Waste Management this week? Sure. Let's grow, grow the game. Denny McCarthy was penalized two strokes for his caddy. Similar to Song Lee's penalty last week in uh, Dubai, he was penalized two strokes for his caddy standing behind him as he was taking practice swings next to his ball. Um, then a video surfaced of Ricky's caddy, Joe, Joe Scovron, doing a similar thing. And then uh, Jimmy Johnson, who's Justin Thomas's caddy, doing a very similar thing on a, on a JT chip. And all of a sudden, the tour decided <laughs> this is no longer a penalty and went back and retroactively reversed Denny McCarthy's penalty. Shout out to my FredX Cup team. We appreciate that a lot. <laughs> what, what triggered this? What do we think triggered this happening? I think just seeing the impending landslide of a how often this was going to happen and b what it would look like for this to happen to big names is just i I think it's i don't know it's kind of it's almost commendable i'd say like looking at it and being like okay i can see i can see what this is going to lead to and this is mega not worth it so let's just head this off right now tron made a similar comment he's actually out in california he would love to be on here tonight but uh the point being like they were fine letting this happen to Denny McCarthy. Yeah. And once it was going to happen to their two print crown princes at the top of the leaderboard, they changed the rule in the middle of a a tournament. Very topical. They changed the rule. (laughs) Shout out to Saudi Arabia. They changed the rule in the middle of a tournament. Like what would have happened if Denny McCarthy missed the cut? Would they like brought him back, flew him back in and said, Oh, now you're playing Saturday. Like, man, what a disaster. I think this is kind of, it is a rule that truly really only applies to the top level. So the PGA Tour taking kind of authority on this makes a lot of sense because, I mean, we don't have caddies lining us up. So no. it doesn't matter for everyday play. Uh, and I don't know if this is something that's going to get bifurcated, truly bifurcated. But, man, this was – I know the players were absolutely furious. Players are have no hesitation to <laughs> loved, take on the USGA yeah, really on like Twitter. Like They just – at them, they mention them. They have no reservations at all. I know players were – blowing up mike davis as this happened before the weekend even happened and dude it's kind of a disaster all these rules were supposed to simplify the game and at least they seem to have addressed this and gotten it right but it never had to get to this power to the people (laughs) yeah i yeah i got i got no issues with some are we calling this the first amendment to uh the first amendment to the new rules (laughs) freedom of speech to light the light up the usga it's it's not good. Anyways, it seems to be resolved and be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm over. still struggling to see how a lot of these rules simplify or speed up or whatever. I've, the flagstick thing has, if anything, definitely slowed things down just in casual taking games because people are taking it, it out and putting it back in. And well, and blah, it's blah, like, blah. yeah, you got to add, like, uh, instead of just reflexively going up and yeah. taking it out, it's like, oh, wait a second. Like, would you like it in? Or, <laughs> right. You yeah. know, it's. It's, a, it's, it's annoying. It's more annoying than it is a, a convenience. Um, the drop thing, I, I didn't see Ricky's actual drop. I just saw the ball go in. But I would think that if he tried to drop it from shoulder height, it wouldn't have stayed on that bank in the first place. Well, then he would have got to place it. Placed it, which yeah. probably would have been more 
Probably. stable than dropping it from the knee. Yeah, but the the rule about the ball rolling in would have been the same under the old rules. People are saying, you know, now that, you know, he and yeah. whatever he didn't cut the ball's in play, he didn't cause it to move, whatever. The rule it falling in the water would have been the same penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it might have stayed there correct if right. he But it's now not a penalty had the ball been on the green and moved. Correct. Correct. And yes. Yeah. yeah. What uh, do you think about I, the one I can't get over is being able to pat down spike marks? Spike yeah. marks and it, it seems it, I don't know what the – are they trying to take kind of the quote-unquote rub of the green out of it? I guess. I think because it was – one of the best takes is like, well, why can't you roll the ball in the fairway out of a divot? Right. Why can't you – Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, prefer your lie in a fairway? I like the spike mark change because I think how it was being um, not enforced – I guess not enforced is the way to phrase it because if a player goes to another player and says, hey, this is a – I think this is a ball mark. Can I fix it? The answer to that was yes, like <laughs> right. 99% of the time. So guys were kind of already doing this. Now it kind of takes kind of that scumminess and and yeah. uh, nature, I guess, ill intent nature out of it. Um, the divot thing, I'm actually okay with not changing because I think the definition of a divot would get really hairy. I mean, is it a slight imperfection in the fairway? Is yeah. that a divot? What defines that? I think you would have to go out and you're not going to go out and put white spray like you would a ground under repair out of every divot in the fairway. So I yeah. get it. I think it is kind of screwy. I mean, I think it's kind of like I, I don't know what the solution to that would be. I mean, I know when guys play it ball in hand, the scores go absurd, right. so I wouldn't recommend right. playing it up in the fairway. But I do agree if you hit a drive right down the middle and it goes in a divot, like that's sucks. But it, you it know, it's a rub of the green. Like I'm kind yeah. of way I mean, in, I'm way in on the rub of the green. I kind of like... I, I, you and Tron celebrate the rub of the green. We celebrate the rub of the green, yeah. Overall, like everyone is going to get affected about the same by it. Like It might yeah, happen in a key exactly, moment, totally. but overall, the course of your career, you yeah, are not yeah. going to get unlucky with divots. Like yeah. every, it's, so it's all going to even out, and yes, it, it could happen at a bad time. But I, when I think philosophically, when like golf, I think, should be played, I, I do like play it as it lies. Just, like yeah, play, yeah. play, play it down. It. Yeah, I make mean, it, make it work. It yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Johnny signing off for good. Um, I, I don't have a whole lot to add on this other than he will clearly, obviously and sincerely be missed. I think people are going to be very 50-50 on Zinger. I don't think it's going to be a, good a true love fest. I yeah. don't think the players will like it. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think fans will be 50-50 or 50-50 fans players? It or? just kind of felt like today he was pulling a little bit of stuff out of his ass. I mean, some of the stuff with JT's misses, were, and it was kind of like, ah, I mean, really? Well, that, yeah, that's kind of been my reluctant Zinger take because I do think he... Uh, I don't know tells it like it is is a very cliche but he I think he's great when you had him for one week a year yeah. at the at the US Open or the British Open or you know whatever uh, UK British Open presented by Her Majesty Correct. sorry uh, but it was always by the end of that week you were always kind of like man is what he's saying like does that make sense yeah. like <laughs> this seems like he's really shooting from the hip here and I have a, a sneaking suspicion that when we see him now like seven weeks out of ten or or whatever yeah. it's gonna be like yo this this bit of or, or maybe he'll get back into it and he'll do more research and he'll he'll you know because johnny was well researched for on, sure on like everything and i know i still some there's people out there that really dislike johnny and i think that's kind of i respect your opinion but i also don't because I, <laughs> I think it's also like the same people just hate joe buck for no real reason yeah. um I, I like Zinger. I think he's a good broadcaster. I don't think anybody could really fill Johnny's shoes. I think I would nominate Zinger to fill him the best. But that job is really, really, really hard. Yeah. I mean, are we taking Zinger over Faldo like 11 times out of 10? Of yeah. course. Uh, I don't know who else I would nominate for it. So I think he's fine for the job. But I, I wonder how players are going to react. Because Johnny had this kind of aura and natural respect from the guys. And he, you know, they, there was some beef with some guys back and forth. But... 
I don't think, you know, with this fresh announcer now in the booth, I wonder kind of what they would think of what he has to say. I was, sho- I was shocked to hear Jeff Ogilvy talk about wanting to become a commentator because yeah. he would be the guy at the sh- at the top of my shortlist on someone I think is obviously crazy close to the game still and, yeah. and has an awesome perspective and is a super smart guy. Uh, I kind of figured he would say like, eh, you know, I've made a ton of money and playing golf and now I'm not really interested in traveling that much. But immediately he was like, yeah, cool. I think that would actually be really fun. And so I think he would be He'd be on my short list if, yeah. we're, if we're nominating people. He's but, got a true love for the game, I think, that kind of takes things yeah. to a whole different level. I do think the Johnny thing, the only other thing to add is just, God, some of the tributes and stuff that, that they were rolling out, um, <laughs> like the, the tributes to his playing career, that is. Some of the canned like teleprompter tributes were not so good. But the stuff, like the packaged stuff about his playing career with highlights and stuff was so awesome. And yeah. I think that one of Johnny's like biggest curses almost is that the longer he was a broadcaster and the more prominent he was as a broadcaster, it was like people forgot about how good his career was. Correct. And it's, I don't know. He I played s- some amazing, amazing golf. Yeah. It just didn't span a huge yeah. long stretch like Nicholas did, like yeah. Nicholas's stretch did, um, which attributes to Jack's greatness. But yeah, some of the best golf ever played was played yeah. by Johnny Miller. And the, as much as that 63 at Oakmont is a punchline, like that is, there's a reason why he talks yeah. about it so much. Is, what was it like two other people broke par that day or something? It was an absurd, <laughs> absurd, absurd yeah. round of golf. Yeah. And it's not in today with today's technology. And yeah, so I, I hate that it is kind of, I wish he would have signed off by saying I shot 63 at Oakmont. <laughs> like, that would have been building up for 30 years. Yeah. That would have been absolutely perfect. But uh, but congrats to Johnny on his retirement. Yeah. Uh, we hope to get the chance to sit down with him. Yeah, hopefully. We, well, that's what I was to say. Hopefully, I'm sure we'll we'll still hear from him. Yeah, I mean, I he'll be around. He'll, he'll be around. He's not leaving the game. Um, are you guys ready to do Sergio? Are you, what do you, you want to start with? Anything else with Saudi Arabia? We kind of covered it last week. I don't think really a whole lot changed. Did you watch any of it? No, no not one shot. Single shot. DJ uh, apparently won. Um, <laughs> like it didn't look like there were any fans there for the little bit that I did see. Bryson had some spectacularly bad quotes oh, about growing the game Lord. and how how the regime was growing the game. Bryson DeChambeau had this to say about the European Tour and playing this event in Saudi Arabia. What the European Tour is doing for the game is beyond my expectations. I think a lot of other people's expectations as well. They're growing the game internationally, and especially in a place like Saudi Arabia. It's fantastic to see the world opening up a little bit to them. They're showing us, hey, we're a a place just as beautiful as the rest of the world. So I think it's amazing what Saudi Arabia and the European tour are doing. Oh, yeah, so I think a lot of that. Listen, I think I'm starting <laughs> speaks, to think speaks for itself. Professional maybe. golfers might not be that into. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably probably accurate. I I think the only good thing to come out of that, I tweeted something similar to this, but I think the only good thing to come out of, out of that is that hashtag Grow the Game has now been used to sum up everything from like foot golf to yeah. murderous government propaganda. Yeah. Uh, when you hear Grow the Game, your instinct should be to fight back. Like, yeah, exactly. you are selling me something that yeah, I'm yeah. not buying, and like I, I want. I think I think the follow up should be how. Yeah. Like yeah, you know they're out here growing the game. How? What, like be specific. Yeah. What, what <laughs> tell, do you mean? Tell me exactly how. how. What does that What does that mean? <laughs> I like that. Well, we're here, aren't we? Yeah. Exactly. Let's challenge the listeners with that. Then, anytime somebody <laughs> tweets something about grow the game, I want yeah. I want you to reply how how how, how? how is that happening? Yeah. I, I I asked. I was curious. I asked a pro around here this week. I said, you know, if you were had a chance to play in Saudi Arabia, would you play? And like his mind went, you know, like if I was pro- if I was already over there, I would play it. Yeah. Like his mind just did not trigger to no. think about the political ramifications, and these guys don't think of that. And it's, you know, it's just not why they're not wired that way. They, yeah. they play where the money is. And that's you can argue whether that's right or wrong. 
And in this scenario, I think a lot of us argue is very wrong. Do we think this event comes back? I mean, is it going to happen again? I mean, I would think this year if would be the hardest. This year, yeah. yeah, I was going to say it's, it's going to come back. Okay. Well, I, I, I would say I don't think Sergio's going back. Well, along those lines, uh, it's kind of amazing that this did happen in Saudi Arabia. But Sergio Garcia was disqualified from the tournament for damaging five putting greens. You know how hard you have to... <laughs> damage a green to get dq'd for it i didn't even know this was a rule did you guys no uh no i didn't i I read something that basically the only other person that's been dq'd under this rule is simon dyson for fixing a like blatantly fixing oh i didn't know it's the same okay i guess it's the same same rule uh he but got yeah, suspended. I don't, he got like he got suspended for like three months or something. He got like right? sent to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> yeah, for that. Like exactly. that was he got extremely punished for that. I I think it is ab- an absolute disgrace that Sergio's not suspended. If you damage the Well, the we green, don't know. Maybe he will be. They've already announced that they've he's already not. announced he's yeah, not. He's not gonna be suspended. Okay, we already know he is not. Uh how do you how can you act in that manner? Like you are it's one thing to cheat. It's like so, Simon Dyson yeah. cheated. Like yeah, he yeah. tapped on a spike mark, which only really affected him. Well, how is affecting the rest of the field not cheating? That's what. I, <laughs> like, but that's what I mean. But I'm with you. you Simon's know, only like, affected himself. Yeah, yeah. And he was affecting the totally. putting surface yeah, yeah. for the group. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. That is like it's really hard. Because and he has a history of this. Is what makes it not not this in yeah, particular, yeah. but like spitting in a cup and <laughs> other things yeah. that you know have not, not been good. fully reported. There's some stories from the Open Championship that you know. I don't. I can't go on the record and saying stuff. Yeah, I heard some stuff, and I I want to get a person to tell that story on this podcast at some point. But some other stuff that would shock you that a player would do that during a tournament. Um, And and I think it's I think it's awful. I think it's with this as much history as he has, and in this I don't know what how this ties into the event, but there's no footage of it. There's no interviews from like he released a statement about it that was clearly an agent PR statement. And I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't receive more punishment than, than DQ. If it was bad enough to get DQ'd, then I think the punishment should have been more severe. I agree. What do you think? What 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 do you think the punishment should be? I think he. I think he should get three months. If he got three months suspension from the European Tour, one he can go play the PGA Tour the whole time, so it wouldn't yeah. be that big of a punishment. But I mean, I, I don't get. Like I said, uh, the two things just don't align. I I want to commend the European Tour for having the balls to DQ him, but how does that not garner a, a more a more severe punishment? Kick him off the tour, Doug. <laughs> well, I'm well, not. I was Doug. surprised. I think Jeff Shackelford was the most vocal in saying he should be suspended for the rest of the year. Yeah, I could see. I mean, rest of the year. Which kind of like surprised me when I first just saw it, and then thinking about it more, and you know, knowing what the penalty they gave to Dyson, and I, like maybe I, I, I don't. Yeah, know. It, it's hard because for exactly the reason you're saying, Sally, it's because we haven't seen photos of what it was and we haven't seen like it's kind of like the nfl you, stuff exactly if there was video exactly. of it i think it'd be like oh i think no, that's okay. exactly correct yeah. yeah which is why i think they didn't act on it because i think if you know you whatever you heard stories about him hitting with the putter and dragging his feet and <sighs> patrick reed was involved somehow he was, was the guy playing behind him playing behind him yeah. so like i don't know if, if anybody got any quotes from him on it but yeah i mean i think that if if there was something visible that we could see like sergio did this with his putter there's like it would be it's great. It's kind of a crazy uh, commentary on our media landscape. Oh, right imagine there. the hurdle. Got to see it to believe it almost. The hurdle that you have to clear. Like, again, if this happens to somebody like Simon Dyson, they would have no problem DQing. The hurdle yeah. that has, you have to clear to, like, one of the guys that clearly got an appearance fee to come play in this yeah. tournament to 
kick him out of it. Like that's a big hurdle to clear. They're and, handing out lifetime exemptions, like they're going out of style well, too. So I can't imagine the they're going to suspend Sergio for did, a year. Did Patrick Reed get the lifetime exemption for reporting this? <laughs> Wait, can we can we go over who? Maybe has, they gave him a lifetime. It happened before, right? The I lifetime exemption. Have, uh, I would like to say maybe they gave him the lifetime exemption so he didn't talk about the Sergio stuff. That would have been <laughs> that would have been a cool trade off. That would have been very neat. So. Can we name the three other people that have ever gotten for the three other Americans that have gotten lifetime member exemptions to the European tour? Jack, Jack. Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, and Tom Watson. <laughs> He's finally in that top five category. He's finally getting the recognition that he so desperately deserved. I think that's I think that makes sense. That, no, that makes total what was sense. He? He's won what two European tours? Something events? like that. The Masters including the Masters. Masters counts yeah. as one. Uh, I, what what's the play? Is the play here to I, get him to join the European uh, guess, Ryder Cup team? I once guess he's I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It, it it's almost like a big like sports contract or something like just paying someone like wait like some baseball owner that has ignorance amount of money, just paying someone way too much to basically troll another fan base or something. Like, I, I don't weird. know what the hell is going on with that. That is so weird. What a weird yeah. week for the European tour. Yeah, I think a good question here from. Uh, Every commie is a public education failure. Is the name of this Twitter account? Okay. Will the European? I'm not sure I follow that one. Yeah. <laughs> or is his Twitter's at House Sacco? Oh Will... yeah, actually I do. Follow... Yeah, he's he's actually pretty good. Will the European tour have a tournament in North Korea? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll take. I'll say no on that one. I think that might be. A bridge. Is that where the line is drawn? That might be a bridge too far between Saudi Arabia yeah. and North Korea. That must be it. Um, zero putts given. Probably only because North Korea is not interested in it. That might be it. <laughs> Zero putts given said, "How many greens would Sergio, would Sergio have destroyed if he got that break that Ricky got on number eleven? <laughs> that would be tremendous." What, what do you guys think about it? You know, Ricky guy handled it so well, just like it. Well, I think it, yeah, he handled it well. It's he's I, fighting off the adversity. He even said, "Thank you, Slugger." <laughs> Honest, I think there's something to that. I think I, it would have rattled people too. a lot. It, like, well, I, somebody well, like JC rattled yeah. him too. Oh yeah, I I do bogey twelve hit it. It is kind of a broadcast part, part five thirteen. It's kind of a broadcast cliche, but I do buy into the Ricky is calmer and more collected than than everybody else take. I almost, think, I think that, and is, I think part of your take is like he almost is to a fault. Like yeah. it doesn't seem to have that that yeah, whatever that rage inside of him. <laughs> I guess whatever you could say. Well, yeah, I think that's just like his personality. So I guess no, I, I don't know what makes that better than somebody just getting it out in the moment and moving yeah. on. I, you know. Yeah, I, don't I guess know. what I'm saying is zero points, zero okay. points given. Uh, Caleb Helms asked, "When will Ricky be on the pod?" I think we've been over this. It's, I don't think that's going to happen. Their yeah. management has made it very clear that they're not interested in that. Um, and then Wes Hamilton said, "Will we see a midseason rules change with the outrage at the new rules?" I think we already just did. I don't yeah. know what else will change though. I think if they're going to change the, this whatever caddy lineup rule. I think they may change the flag rule. I think they may say putting with the flag. I game. think so. I think it will take like five years of strokes gain putting stuff. I, I don't think they'll go back on that one so easily. That one, it, it feels so like the caddy thing has so much interpretation to it and intent and all of that stuff that is hard for them to kind of quantify or hard for them to decide, you know, what the intent was versus what the interpretation was and all that stuff. Whereas the flag stick is so black and white for them to get that one so obviously wrong. Like we're only yeah we're thirty two days into the new year here. Yeah. Like I don't, they're not going to change that one so fast. I think if they had three years of hey strokes gain putting or or yeah. I guess strokes gain putting would be an average. So that would be a hard one. But 
guys are making more putts from 20 feet or guys are making more putts from yeah 40 feet or whatever like maybe they would change it but i think we need to do some data and some testing on that one. First time long time quick question for you guys sure what stands in the way of the pga tour instituting a policy whereby they take over and implement their own rules i don't think anything stands in the way other than just wanting to have everybody be one happy family like I, I they certainly could and that's basically what they did here right like this was the pj tour making a separate rule apart from the usga about the the caddy lineups thing correct no i think that was the usga was the usga went back on their back. rule i think that with pressure from the tour like they, they basically yeah. called the usga and said we're putting a moratorium on all penalties until this gets clarified and i think the usga is maybe going to update the rule is how i understood it it's like all right no more penalties we're going to figure this shit out, hopefully, and get back to you on this one. And then I think just today, I think the USGA added more precise language. Well, I, I want to at least... Around the rule? We were kind of hard on the tour earlier by saying you know, they were fine letting this happen until it happened to Ricky and JT, which I still think is kind of messed up. But yeah. I mean, it's kind of an entertainment product, and I, I get what they're going totally. for there. Yeah. Uh, commend them for getting one right. Like for, for I thought when I read it that they were going to no longer penalize him. I'm like, oh, so Denny McCarthy's still getting screwed. They reversed his penalty. Yeah. That like actually made sense and seemed like something they couldn't do of like, oh, well, he signed the scorecard. No, we're good. Right. Them going back and actually making it right, how everyone knew it should have been. That was good. Totally. Uh, that was refreshing. That was nice to see. So the official statement that the USGA just issued earlier this afternoon, following an ongoing dialogue with players and in cooperation with the PGA Tour rules team, the USGA and RNA revisited the penalty assessed to Denny McCarthy. After additional review of available video this morning, it was determined that the penalty would not apply in this instance, nor in a similar instance involving Justin Thomas. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they just the USGA so and RNA recognize that further clarity on how to appropriately ap apply this rule is needed. We are committed to assessing its impact and will provide the necessary clarifications in the coming days. Yeah, so they didn't change anything. They no, just no, no, said no. that it doesn't apply here. Yes. Oh. Okay. okay. I, I misunderstood. I thought it was like, yeah, we changed the rule and this doesn't make sense. But no, it's just... No, no, no. Here it doesn't count. Essentially, they're going to have to like, oh, God, how can we create super specific language yeah. that is going to carve out not only Denny McCarthy, but Justin Thomas. And I think it's pretty easy. I think it's until like while they have until they address the ball that it's the state. The rule says now like you get you can't your caddy can't stand in the line as you take your stance, which can be so that's such a gray area. Right. But I think it's addressing the ball settles it like. As long as your caddy's not standing up there while you're addressing the ball, lining you up, that's yeah. the intent of the rule, I think, is to yeah, prevent yeah. that. So let's just change it to that. There you go. Free advice at USGA. <laughs> Sometimes I think, isn't golf like a game of honor and yeah. trust? And it's like, can you just ask, like, hey, man, did your caddy give you advice lining you up? And then if the guy says no, okay, no penalty, let's move on. Like, why do we need? That's kind of the whole. I feel like a. Sh no, especially the new rules were supposed IRS, to have you know, intent. Simplify the tax code. <laughs> yeah. <yet right> now. <laughs> the but, whole rules were supposed to yeah. uh, yeah, may be more the intent. The more I based. think about it, it's like, why don't we just go to like five rules in the game of golf? <sighs> I think that, I think that's kind of how they presented this rule change. And it's not how it's playing out at all. Like yeah. most of the rules have, what's a, what's a new rule that's like, oh god, that that has changed the game dramatically. That makes so much sense. I've said on here repeatedly, I don't really know what the new rules are. <laughs> I, I kind of refuse to to, to I don't learn understand them. the whole pen, penalty area stuff now. Yeah, I, I, I really don't, I don't understand know. what I'm allowed to do. What we're about to go on a big golf trip. If I break any of the rules, I, 
you guys, it's on you to call. call we play, me on we play a hybrid of the, of I, the rules. I want you to know that I have no intent to break any rules. <laughs> well, there's, but if there it is, happens, there if it is, happens, I'll, I'll take that. I'll there take is that. still a rule about only being allowed to carry 14 clubs. <sighs> Are you taking 15 to Cali? No, I only okay. play with 14. I told you guys this. I had 15. Only play with 14. Well, but because Tron, like 19. Tron made those new NLU head covers. I didn't have a good club for it, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll put, I'll put one more club in my bag. <laughs> I, but that, I never hit it. On that note, I never hit it. No, I see you changing your head yeah, covers. That's not true. We are headed out tomorrow. Tron and Neil are already out in California. Um, the recon team. The recon team, the A-team, uh, is out in California. We are heading out there tomorrow to film season three of Taurus Sauce. So there will not be a new, uh, there will not be a podcast next week that's wrapping up Pebble Beach. Uh, we will have a player podcast that will come out midweek this week, as well as another player podcast that will come out on Sunday night of next week so we got some stuff scheduled out we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna get you through to next week but we are not gonna be around watching pga tour golf because we're gonna be in an rv up a mudslide <laughs> for uh highway one on the west coast and playing a lot of golf along the way so which should be fun which should be great I'm, th- I'm excited i'm a little nervous on how the rv is gonna uh feel and smell by the end of a nine-day trip but uh We'll see. It's fingers, gonna, it's part of the content. Yeah, it could be glorious madness in there. And we're also ready to reveal season four of Taurus Sauce. Season four, April. Uh, um, dates are late April into early May. Correct. We are going to Ireland. We're going with Experience Ireland Golf. Actually, is helping us with this trip, and uh, we're going all down the West Coast, playing a variety of some of the top courses and some some maybe lesser known courses. And uh, getting our Lynx golf back on. I miss it. I miss it really, really badly. Yeah. And uh, major ups to uh, Tom Kennedy at Experience Golf Ireland. Experience Ireland Golf. Experience Ireland EIG, Golf. Yeah. EIG. Yeah. Uh, who there's a ton of tour companies that, that specialize in Ireland and Scotland and kind of help you plan these things from, from start to finish. I don't think any of us wanted to drive in Ireland. I yes. think that would be uh, something that, you know, we're we would all be very scared to do. I think Solly and I have done it. It's not not great. The best. <laughs> uh, so anyways, there's a lot of kind of packages you can go through and, and do all this stuff and, and they'll set you up with a driver and all these courses and everything. And so Tom uh, Kennedy was kind of the one that reached out to us about, Hey, you really should do one in Ireland. And he's been uh, helping us plan the itinerary, the whole for gosh, a couple months now. And uh, yeah, I'm, incredibly incredibly excited for that trip it's hard to start, it's hard to think about uh about that one when we have this this big one looming tomorrow yeah. i hope these courses aren't all washed away out west with all the rain <laughs> they've been getting but uh on that note we're gonna wrap it i think at that we're gonna go to the super bowl i think it's the second quarter right now um gonna watch the rest of that and uh thank you guys for tuning in for a fun week that was really fun. very fun that was a that was a blast very, very fun could have been a little bit more fun all right Peter. but it was still fun. all right you needed Randy. to win one like we needed we needed that for can we get one more ricky hot take on the way out the door um you got one queued up is he gonna win again this year he might no. back into one. That's, <laughs> can I, can I, can no, I, he is gonna win one. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's he's gonna oh, blow he's away the field at the Rocket Mortgage Class. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lock of the year. All right, signing off on that. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope we survive our trip out west, and we will see you guys soon. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Hey, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.
expect any 